Okay, okay. Okay. Okay, first episode of the... Oh, I'm starting again. Podcast <laughs> Army podcast. Uh, <laughs> it is. Yeah. We're taking over the internet. Let's go. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. First episode of the Not Bothered podcast. My podcast. With my first guest, you might recognize him. We're going to talk about some stuff that you want to know when you've asked me and uh, the internet have asked. But him. Let's go. <laughs> about, like, first of all, we're going to talk about our, like, how we met and stuff like that. That's, people need to know. They don't know anything. I think we've, there's speculation online about everything about you. It's mad, yeah. Um, and I've read it all, uh, all of it. <laughs> and uh, it's all wrong. So we'll talk about that later. But first of all, this podcast <clears throat> is going to be remote around the world, different guests, different background. We are in Dubai. Where we can see the marina from that side, not that side. Yeah, exactly. it's a cool place. It's a cool place. We're in the marina. We're in some big skyscraper. And there's a reason we're here. Yeah. Because uh, this is where your company's based. Our company's based. Yes. Yeah. Big business moves. Big changes in our lives. All three of us. Big yeah. changes. Um, and you'll see it on Kirkcast 2.0, Douche.0. Oh, but we'll get into that <laughs> later. <laughs> uh, what we're going to talk about first is um, how we met. Because there's a funny story. Uh, we met in Acapulco, uh, 2020, November, October, November. I don't about know. Two years, about two years ago, about two years ago, you DM'd me and said, Yo, oi, brah, <laughs> you're in Acapulco. Uh, and I was like, yeah. So we went and had a drink, met Juanita. Met Juanita. A long time ago, met Juanita. It's getting romantic up in here. I know. Um, and we were I think lapping, I might need a shot. We, we were laughing yesterday about... Uh, people saying, you've changed, Kirk has changed. Kirk has hasn't changed, Kirk has hasn't changed. Uh, you've exactly the same. You just haven't been exposed. You haven't seen, because you, you, you just release your videos that people want to see and that you enjoy making. But, you haven't changed, you just think, oh actually what's changed? You haven't got $10 in your bank account anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. Uh, so there was a point when I left Acapulco and you messaged me saying, ah, I've got no money yeah I, I don't know what to do i've got a day left i arrived in mexico no i arrived from mexico to cartagena and uh, i was staying in this nice hotel it was like 20 dollars a night and after two nights i mrs martin i'm like yeah i'm in a little bit of a problem i don't know i don't have any more money left um just letting you know in case in case i need some reinforcement here um luckily my brother yeah. sent me some backup money so it was closed because you were waiting for your first payment from the egypt videos your first ever yeah that videos. that only came like three months later i was in medellin mm -hmm. that only came the first month in medellin which was like two months after i arrived in colombia yeah so i was like yeah like two months in colombia surviving surviving but it surviving. was proper because in acapulco you were staying in should we tell them the story about the voice message you sent me? Oh, yeah. And the, the notes. So I turn my phone off to go to sleep, which he hates. Because <laughs> he knows yeah. I've gone to sleep because <laughs> the message doesn't go through. Yeah. <laughs> and you sent me a message saying uh, something along the lines of, there's somebody being killed outside the apartment. I'd Literally was. Uh, the receptionist was getting strangled by police because he was smoking a joint on the street. And in Mexico, they started strangling the receptionist and they tried to actually rob the reception. I got an Instagram post about it ages ago. 
And uh, yeah, that was scary. I locked myself in the bathroom. I'm like, fuck, the mafia is coming after me because I filmed a video that same day in the hood, um, looking for the cartel in the hood. And the same, the same night, somebody's getting strangled outside my door. <laughs> Screaming. So I, I locked myself in the, in, in the bathroom. I called the police. I'm like, there's someone dying outside my door. The police don't answer. It's Mexico. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's me next. And then uh, I text him, he doesn't reply, I'm like, I'm dead. There was, a little, there was a little window in the bathroom. It was about this big. I was like, okay, I have two options. They're either gonna kidnap me and torture me, or I'm gonna jump through this window, survive like a two-story fall. Uh, yeah, I was just waiting for them to come. I was ready. So I woke up, yeah, read the message, up and, and went, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cool, well, that sounds fun. But then you, I can't find the voice message, but you sent me a voice message. Or maybe you show me it in person of the noise of the Yeah. Someone, oh the what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that was a long time. Well it wasn't that long ago, but it feels like it was ages ago. It's two years ago. Life's changed dr drastically. Drastically. So two, two years I remember ago. I left and you didn't know whether to leave Mexico or not. Because I left Acapulco and went to Mexico City. And then eventually went to Colombia and you were like, is it cooler? But yeah, it looks, looks Well, cool. actually, the thing is, like, I was planning to go to Guatemala because my dad, he went to, he went to Mexico, Mexico and he did Guatemala. And I was like, <clears throat> okay, I'm going to do the same thing. But when I did the south of Mexico, I was like, I've already seen Guatemala already. This is very similar. I don't, I don't really, I feel like going somewhere different. And I didn't know where to go. I had little money. And Martin's like, come to Colombia. I checked flights to Cartagena were like, hundred dollars. So I was like, okay, let's mm -hmm. go, let's go. And then rest is history. You became Mr. Columbia. Mr. Columbia. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I want to promote myself a bit. Um, Patreon, people get paid on Patreon for exclusive content. So I'm going to do the same. I want to make extra videos and, uh, for people on Patreon, Patreon link and stuff, you know what to do. Most people, I guess, who know me, I knew just seen me in the Pakistan videos. They probably didn't see the spicy snails video. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they probably didn't see my Peru videos. They don't know we were in Dominican Republic together. You said to me, Dominican. Yeah. Dominicans, cool. People there are cool. The country's cool. Just go. So I flew there and we weren't meant to cross paths. I was meant to leave the day you arrived, but from a different city, if you remember. Yeah. I was flying out of Santo Domingo and you were flying out of Punta Cana. Yeah. But then you text me saying, bro, I'm, been in, canceled. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Santo Domingo. I'm in Santo Domingo. That was me. And we met, and the rest was history, mm. like always. I said to you, you've got to go to Haiti. Because I went on purpose, I didn't make any videos, but I like borders, so I went to the border, and I got to the border that you've gone over it on the motorbike, people have seen in the Haiti video. And as soon as I went to walk across that river, out of nowhere, guy with a shotgun. No, 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 no. I was like, what? And he's talking to me for ages, he was being calm. And he was like, just go through the border. I was like, I can't, COVID restrictions means I won't be able to get into Greece tomorrow. And he was like, no, 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 you, you just can't do it. Yeah. yeah. But you obviously got took by McKenzie somewhere else. That's the thing, like, um, a lot of my videos, a lot of my videos, a lot of these great ideas comes from my brother and from Martin. Like, like crossing the border into Haiti. I was like, yeah, it's, it's cool. Martin's like, go do voodoo. Let's go. Got to do it. So this is the thing we talk about. I have a lot of ideas that would be class. However, I, I'm not the person to make that video. Kurt Kaz is the person to make that video. If I made it, it'd be mediocre. <laughs> um, it'd be mediocre, it wouldn't be great. It's a fucking whiskey. 
Oh, I'm not having any more. Um, but I know you can pull it off, and that's why I say go do this video. There's a video coming out which you haven't edited yet. Don't know which. I don't know if the video will be out by the time with Kevin. Who knows? Who knows? They'll, they'll see soon. They'll soon find out. Kevin. So, salute. Yeah, salute to Kevin for the Pachamama. Don't do that though. Yeah. <laughs> Let me explain a bit. The whole story why we're here ah. and and we haven't explained that why are you here why my brother's here why are we here what are we doing in dubai and what are the plans like the whole like the whole news we haven't explained that no i mean it was in my list but we'll we'll jump it in now um you start i think they want right. to hear you talk so my brother and i arrived to dubai two days ago actually let me go a little bit back so i've started a new channel um, it's called Curdcast 2.0. It's for videos, it's for vlogs and behind the scene type videos where we can just film a whole bunch of random content that doesn't make it on the first channel, basically. It's a little bit more than that, but that's, that's it summed up. Gonna do mad stuff on there too. Um, so Martin and I, so since Martin and I have, have met, he has always been um, so, well, we met basically when I started this adventure. We had the exact Mexico. same amount of subscribers yeah. at the time. We had the same, yeah. same amount of subs. And since the day that we met, Martin has always been a figure in my life that has always pointed me in the right direction and has always wanted um, to see me succeed. Mm -hmm. And through these last two years, of course other people as well, but we're talking about Martin here. And throughout these last two years, every, every move that I've made that has taken me to the next level, Martin has been there in the sideline being like, yeah, go do this, go do that. Oh, I think we should do this. I think you should do that. While he's running his own channel, he's been pumping me up. And recently when I started this new channel, I, so here's the thing. I, a lot of people don't know this. I had been suffering with depression I was in a really dark place. I was sad. I had no reason to get up in the mornings. I was like, yeah, I was emotionally and, and how would you say? Yeah, I was psychologically and emotionally down. I was going through that period of my life and um, I didn't know what to do. I've, I'd accomplished everything on my main channel. I hit a million subs, whatever, a million's not that much. But for me, I didn't expect it happening like this overnight. So I got what I wanted to do. I did all the videos I wanted to do in Latin America and more. I didn't even think too much of it. And I was like, okay, shit, what are we going to do now? I mean, I can still do the same, the same flipping hood vlogs, walking around with the camera like, oh yeah, hey guys, blah, blah, blah. Same shit over and over again. If you watch all these other YouTubers, this, they do the same stuff because it worked once and then it starts to fade out. You know, as a creator, you have to level up and you have to expand and grow and evolve and you just have to get better. That's why the first channel is so hard to keep up because every, the more content you make, the better it has to get. You can't keep doing the same shit. That's what people don't understand. They're like, we're happy with market videos. No, maybe you guys are happy with that. I'm not happy with that. I can't do that. I don't, you know, for me, this is not just about money. This is, you know, I, I enjoy creating content. Making entertaining Making content. Making entertaining yeah. content. That's my passion. I love doing this. I've done this since I was, since I was a kid with my brother, with my friends. Um, so for me to walk around and film the same videos I was doing one year ago, it, 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 it doesn't fulfill me. So I was in a really bad place. I was, I was, I was like done. I broke up with my girlfriend. 
Um, there was some toxic stuff going on there. So I broke up with her and then I was, I was alone with nothing to do, with no goals, with nothing to wake up in the morning. And I was like, what am I going to do? So I was sitting for six months. People don't know this. Six months in a really dark place. And it took me six months to come up with a direction. And finally, I thought, okay, I'm going to keep doing this thing. I love this. I'm not going to stop creating. I'm not going to stop making content. I'm not going to stop doing the thing I like. I'm just going to branch it off in another way where I can create more, where I can be more free and express myself better, like right now. And uh, I came up with this idea. I told Martin and he's like, and we, and we said together, why don't, why, don't, why don't you just manage the whole thing? Why don't you manage me? Why don't you become Kurt Kaz manager? And he was like, let's go. He's basically been doing it since the beginning anyways. Mm -hmm. So now officially, for it. officially from today, 1st of, 1st of November, Martin is my manager. My brother is the cameraman for the channel. Um, this is just the beginning. Um, we're going to do mad things. Just, just wait. People, are, people, people don't understand. It might, sound, it might sound cheesy, but you don't understand. They don't see the final product. I have, these, I, have the, I have the steps in my head. Like While I'm thinking of these things, I see the goal points. We reach them. I can see, like right now, sitting here. I saw this three weeks ago. I saw it sitting here. This everything that we plan out, I see it happening and just watch in a couple of months from now, people are going to be like, oh, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. Uh, so that's what we're doing here. Sat here in Dubai Mall, shooting a podcast, part of the vlog for the Kurt Kaz 2.0. Um, you will see a bit of this if you go and watch that video, which I assume you will. You'll see a bit of what Tom's recording now over the behind the scenes footage of what we're doing now. Uh, I wanted to do something because I've travelled to how many countries? 60 something. I've got stories from all of these countries because I spend a load of time there. But I only tell you, my mum, a couple of friends about them because I don't put it in videos because no one would watch them. No one would watch me sitting explaining what it's really like in these countries. Yeah. But with somebody who's been to these countries or somebody who's done this sort of stuff, the audience wants to know and I can explain it properly. So I'm going to have other guests. And then, obviously, we're going to be together a lot. So you'll be back and again and again and again. There's too much that we've got to talk about to put yeah. in one episode. So they're going to get a bit. I've yeah. got a list of stuff, but definitely not going to get through it all. Um, Kirk has Army. It's a company. It's us. Yeah, got. it's us. But we're going, we're, I'm going to use what I, my logic and direction to make sure you get your class content out on Kirk has main channel. Tom's here constantly filming for um, Kirkcast 2.0 to show the other stuff we do. Because we do loads of stuff. Shit that's loads. not on camera. We well, do a lot of stuff. Nobody knows we went to Dominican together. We yeah. were there in Santa. Do you remember? We, so the thing exploded on the high street. We were sat there having a coffee and the, the thing exploded behind us. Oh, in yeah. The shop. No one yeah. knows that happened because it wasn't yeah. on camera. There's a lot of stuff that we do that is just quality for a second channel that just yeah. doesn't go on the internet and so it some of it is even more better than the first channel you know like yeah. so yeah and you it's, can't it's on its way. you can't you can't be filming all the time so that's why yeah from a third perspective i like it it's a new chapter mm -hmm. we're going in a different direction you know to evolve and expand as a, as creators you have to you have to take risks and, mm -hmm. and that's it big business man let's go Take a second to uh, talk about a sponsor who sponsored the first ever podcast. Well, let's go. Do you have a website? If you're an influencer or a small business owner, why don't you have one? You need an online presence because people are searching for what you do and you're not there. Pageo is an online website builder, easy to use and maintain. If you click the link in the description, their UK-based team will help you set up your website. 
man was built on there and it's class. I'm, I'm, I'm six foot eight. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. I typed into Google and YouTube, Kurt Kaz, to find your channel. Um, there's a lot of stuff there, and the reason they're there is because people search for it. Why is it say Kurt Kaz robbed? Well, because you think I got robbed. But you didn't get robbed. I've never been robbed. No. Such a They've tough tried time. to rob me. So, on that, Haiti, what happened at the. I know what happened when you got back to the hotel. But you okay, the video. so yeah, in, in Haiti, some guys tried to extort me to do some voodoo, and they wanted like close to a thousand dollars. They they tried to trick me. Then they tried to extort me. They brought me back to the hotel. I said, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll give you the money when I get to the hotel. Then when I got to the hotel, I didn't give them the money. I just gave them some money, and then yeah, I mean, it's in the video. I just like. They just left. You didn't want to expose the uh, the hotel owner. It was dead friendly because that's yeah. where I stayed too. Uh, but then, um... man, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? What I was going to say. Um... Ah, what I was going to say. You got banned from the Dominican. Oh yeah. You got banned from the Dominican. That Republic. is that is that is disappointing. I got banned from the Dominican Republic. Who gets banned from a from a whole country? I can think of a like like name a handful of people: Osama bin Laden, Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, Kurt Kaz, Kurt Kaz, Hitler. Even though he's dead, who gets banned from a country? But you got banned for nothing. You yeah, I got banned for nothing. Really happened across the border and did voodoo in Haiti, which is a neighboring country, and I got banned from the Dominican Republic. So if there's any official watching this on on this. If there's any official from Dominican official, please unban me. I don't want to. I want to go back. So you flew there, got detained at the border, and sent yeah. back to Brazil. I got detained, and they sent me back. They oh, took my passport. They escorted me to all the flights. They escorted me through the airports. I couldn't. I couldn't leave. I couldn't do anything. They had my passport. They they escorted me. They had a had a two person escort me back to back to Brazil. Mad. And you went there to. Um, I would say your your big video there, where you went round and you got your hair cut, uh, was a positive video. I don't, Which one? The 10 million view or so one. It was a positive video. Oh yeah, the one the hood. in the hood, yeah. It was, it, was a, it was cool. Yeah, it was just, just going around. They didn't like the fact that you showed what it's like over that border. I think it's because I crossed the border illegally. That's I what think it. it's because it showed McKendy and that other guy yeah. telling the border guards what's happening. Exactly, that's it. How's crossing that the border. That's their fault. Crossing the border illegally without them stamping my Well, they didn't care to stamp the passport, eh? No. So it's their fault. So you banned Kurt Kaz, banned from Dominican Republic. Unban me, please. Yeah, country number him. one. Which which country are we going for number two? Well, not Dubai. No. 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 Let's uh, Peru. Peru's fine. We can get banned from Peru. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Next topic. Kurt Kaz got a knife pulled on him. Oh yeah, I have had a couple of knives pulled on me actually, um, especially in Colombia. Actually, only in Colombia. I've had like two, three guys pull out tried to pull out knives. I had one guy pull out an actual knife, like a hook knife, and then another guy in Carte. I'll let, let me explain that one first. I'm just jump yeah, in the gun I'm I don't think I know about this hook one. No? No. Um, so I was walking in Medellin. The first day I arrived in Medellin, <clears throat> some guy was selling, selling candies. I was with my friend, and the guy also says, hey man, please buy a candy. And he said, no, thanks, we gotta go. And we left and he said, hey gringo! And he shouted something at us. I couldn't speak good Spanish at the time. And he was like, gringo! And we were like, what? He's like, buy the candy. And my friend was like, hey, let's get some respect. Literally, 
Five seconds later, the guy rocks up next to us with a hooked knife, like this big. No, like, like this big, but it was hooked, bent like this. And uh, yeah, he's, he's shaking, he's looking at us, he's like, oh, uh, you don't know who I am, blah, 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 blah. Uh, fucking gringos, this is Colombia, I'm from Venezuela or some shit like that. I'm gonna, whatever, saying, saying a whole bunch of stuff in Spanish. And uh, my friend was, wanted to fight him. And I was like to my friend, nah, let's just, let's just keep on, let's just keep on going. And yeah, that was the first time somebody tried something with us. Actually, I've had a knife pulled on me before in, in France, but that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. This is, no. And then in Cartagena, this is before actually, so we're going, we're mixing back. Another guy tried to pull a knife on me. And yeah, couple, I've, had, I've had a few people try with knives, but they never pull through. So that's the thing Stepping people always, things. they always, how is Kirk has not dead yet? How is Kirk has not been robbed? How is Kirk has um, not been taken by the cartel? But you're not just running around like an idiot. You have sense about you, what's happening behind you and around you. Yeah. Because um, some of the stuff you do is actually super dangerous. It yeah. It just is. There's no getting away from it, it's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a risk involved in, in, in all the videos, hey. Um, even just walking down the streets in some, in some little village to go film a market video in South America is a risk. So people are like, why don't you just go film market videos? Why don't you just go and film this video? Walking down the street, we're happy with that. No, there's a risk in everything you do in Latin America, especially with a camera. And as a, as, a, as a foreigner, you're just a target and anything can happen at any time. And yeah, doing these dangerous things, of course, of course it's dangerous. Um, but you know, I say, I say, and I truly believe it's from growing up in South Africa. Definitely. Uh, we were born and raised in an environment where you're living with your head on a swivel. Um, what the fuck was that noise? Anyways, you're, you're, living, you're living with your head on a swivel and you just have to be ready all the time. You have two eyes on the back of your head because it's, it's such a dangerous environment. And yeah, you just, you just have to be ready all the time. And it's the same, like when I go out, I know how to deal with these type of people. I'm already two steps ahead of these type of people. You know, like if, if I put myself in a dodgy situation with a, with a group of guys that could be gangsters or drug dealers and I'm hanging out with them on camera or off camera, I'm having a drink with them or whatever, and, 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 I, and I suss the situation out, I, I, I feel the situation out, you know, I'm thinking, okay, what are they thinking now? I'm seeing myself from the third perspective. What are they thinking now? I'm already, I've already planned everything two steps ahead. They're going to probably ask me for money in the next couple of minutes and then I'm going to say, oh no, this, 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 or I'm going to do this, 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 this. Or if they try to do this, then I'm going to do this. So yeah, I've, I don't know. It's just, I think it's built in me to, to be super self-aware first and be aware of my surroundings and just know, and kind of, it's like you, you're, you're reading people. I feel my biggest skill in life is, is reading people. That's why I'm so like, that's why I've gained the popularity that I have with this is because I have a skill with reading people. Um, you know, just like the, the, the body language and stuff like that, whatever. You can't, well, you've done that in my videos. You've watched something and went, I knew instantly that this guy was gonna do this. Yeah. Uh, you can tell, but I can tell a bit later on, but nowhere as quick as you. Yeah. Um, I can definitely sense the danger. I can see that happening, so I get out quickly. Yeah. With people danger. Yeah. It happened in France near the Eiffel Tower. I've got a, a short. I can I can just sense people if they if they have a uh, another motive behind them. Mm. You know, if they have a exterior motive, I can just I can just pick that up straight away. If somebody's 
sincere or if they if they're trying to get something out of this that happens a lot now and it increases with the fame yeah you get people and it's gonna um, ruin it for genuine people but so many people try when I've been in your videos my inbox gets full of people trying to get something from me that they were yeah. before they get some completely ignored but you you get that obviously a hundred times more yeah. um, but you can spot that even in messages I've lost so many friends in the last year that I thought were friends that weren't actually friends. They just befriended me. And then I realized down the line that these people are out to get something from me. And that, that, is, that is becoming a common occurrence. Yeah. The, yeah, so like things have changed in my life. I can't just hang out with random people anymore. You know, I used to be able to, to do that. And uh, it's a complete different thing. And it's not about paranoia or anything. It's just... I feel it now. People have an exterior motive. Um, and you know, even if I'm not that big on social media, people still, they're like, oh, damn, I can get but something out of this. But that's big for them and they it's think they can them. get something out of it. They think they can get something out of it. And that's sad because that you, people you thought were friends, you figured out they're trying to get something or they've just decided they want something or new people, you're also going to have a guard up of, oh, they're going to they're gonna want something from me. When yeah. are they going to do this thing? It's like that with girls now too. It's so hard for me to to form relationships with friends and and girls because I always have a guard up. I've mentioned this a couple of times, mm-hmm. um, like on Instagram stories and stuff. It's just, <clears throat> yeah, it it's, uh, it gets harder and harder to trust people that you meet, new people to let into your circle. It gets harder for that. Mm-hmm. Mm, it gets hard to become close to girls as well. Because after a while you realize, okay, they're just they're just out for something. They they're not. That I just want to jump in once. Yeah. That sounds like you're talking about Mariani, uh, but she was that no. wasn't her motive. No, yeah, yeah. Mariani was not like that. We don't need to talk much about it, but that just shut people up saying that she was in for that reason. Yeah, I don't I don't like to talk about yeah. people. I have nothing bad to say about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the case. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with Mariani. I'm just not in a space of my life to have a relationship with one girl at this time um douche <laughs> yeah i'm not I'm, I'm not in the the point in my life where i can have a relationship well, mariani's with. successful now she's happy she's traveling the world and she's got a good yeah. youtube channel i think we can move on from that that just shuts everyone yeah. up online um what i want to go back to because i was about to jump in with something else where are you from <laughs> Why you say yourself African and German? What, what's that about? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm actually Swedish. Swedish. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why is Kurt Kaz say he's from Germany and South you Africa? You can have two nationalities at the same time. By the way, in case you didn't know that, you can have two nationalities at the same time. You can be, you can have dual citizenships. You can have South African and German at the same time. So I am South African and German. This is. Get that out the way. Where you were born? I was born and raised in South Africa um, to a South African mom and to a German dad. And I lived the last, I lived a couple of years in Germany. And that's that. My German is really shit. I learned German in Germany. I don't feel German. I don't feel South African. I don't feel any kind of, I don't belong. I, I, just, I don't, yeah, I'm Colombian. Fuck it. <laughs> Colombian. Because... Um, there's a reason why you used to say I'm from Germany. People don't understand that white South Africans exist in some countries. 
Yeah, I just I just used to say it because it's easier. Hey? It's easier. It's it's still easier today. I go yeah. to Latin America. I'm like I'm from Germany. They're like, ah, oh, Alemania. I say I'm from South Africa. South Africa, ¿qué qué es eso? Blah blah blah. And I got to explain it. It's a it's a schlep. Mm-hmm. So just saying Germany is easier, or just saying Sweden is easier, or just saying Austria is easier. But if you say South Africa, people are like, what? I'm from South Africa. I was born and raised in South Africa. I feel more South African than I do feel German. I don't even feel German one percent. But you sound South African. It's the it makes. I mean, for yeah. native English speakers, they can hear it. Yeah, people who know the South African yeah. accent know it. But yeah, I don't feel South African either. You know. Um, exactly. Well, I noticed as well. You pick up um, when you're around me. You say my yeah. words. When yeah, you're yeah, around yeah. brother, you say his words. When you're yeah. around someone else. In Latin America, you say their words. It's, yeah. But you've moved around so much that that's going to happen. Yeah, you just adapt, hey. Yeah. When, when, when you live in Colombia, you start speaking like Colombians. When you live in the UK, you start saying, right, mate, how's it going, mate? Yeah. You know? Um, so that's just how it is. And people, or some people noticed how quickly you picked up Spanish. When I met you, you did know, you knew no Spanish. And you, hola, yeah, ¿cómo estás? I said something to the, to, to the waiter in Spanish. He went, oh, you speak Spanish. And I was like, yeah, it's all right. And then, to you? Yeah, to me. You were like, yeah. you speak Spanish. I'll learn a bit of it. I mean, I can, I can definitely join in conversations. And yeah, talk. yeah. Um, but now... You understand oh, basically everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can join in. Uh, and I've probably forgotten a lot. But it, I was there for eight months or something. And I mean... What, in, in Mexico? In yeah? Latin America, Latin just in America. general. Uh, Spanish is a class language. It's good to speak. It's boss here in your progression of how yeah. quickly you've become Venezuelan or Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Colombian. Yeah. I, I spoke zero Spanish in the beginning and then I, I picked up a, a Colombian accent. It's pretty mad. And I didn't realize I had a Colombian accent until I went to another Latin American country and they're like, why are you speaking Colombian? Yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> chimba, parce. <laughs> so you speak, uh, you speak uh, English, Spanish, Afrikaans? I don't speak Afrikaans. I can have a basic conversation in Afrikaans and I understand mm. 90% of what people say in Afrikaans. I, I wouldn't say I can speak it. I can I can have a conversation. I mean, you and Stefan used to speak Afrikaans in front of me. Oh, that was just English, man. No, you spoke Afrikaans. Yeah, right in front of. I mean, it was just a bit when we were drunk. Anyway. Yeah, that was like that was like English Afrikaans. Yeah. That was like a mix. Yeah. That was like and funny English from South Africa. You've got some basic German from Germany. Yeah, I can I can have a full yeah. conversation in German. It's not perfect. You can hear mm-hmm. I'm not German. When I'm in Germany, people are like, "Where are you from?" Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, Germans don't think I'm German. Only other people think I'm yeah. German. So yeah. Uh, you can hear I'm not German when I'm in Germany, but I speak I speak decent German. Yeah. Um, when we were in Pakistan, one of the I refer back to this all the time. We were in the COVID test center thing, and the guy was doing something stupid, and you just turned to me and started speaking Spanish, and we spoke Spanish. Oh the yeah. The guy looked up at our passports and went. In his head, he'd been like, are they speaking Spanish? Did he say that? Yeah, he, no, he was looking at us and you could tell he was like, uh, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. happening? But we needed to speak about him because he was doing stupid shit. Yeah. And it was mad being able to speak a totally different language to each other, especially a year before that, you didn't speak any Spanish and you wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah, it's, it's mad. Language is a boss, I love it. Um, yeah. I don't know, learning languages is tops. Like, and you didn't finish school properly. No. So, um, but your level of Spanish is well better than people who went to university and, and learned Spanish. Yeah, you don't have to finish school to, no. to, to be smart. That's, that's a whole, that's a lot of crap. Yeah. Like people who say, you need to finish school, you need to. When I was young, oh man, the amount of shit I got from like, not colleagues, how would you say, like people in, in, my, in my class, like, and, and teachers, professors, whatever, wherever I worked in the job place, you need to finish school, you need to get a, 
you need to get this education. You need to do a, what do you call that thing? Oh, a degree. You need to get a degree or you need to, you need to get a qualification in, in, I don't know, you need to become an electrician. You need to become a plumber. You need to get this three years, you know, what do you, what do you call it? Ausbildung. Uh, like an apprenticeship. Yeah, an apprenticeship. You need to do an apprenticeship. You need to do this. You need to get this paper. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's not for me. Um, People learn differently. I yeah. learn by listening and staring at things. And I don't, uh, I don't like reading like books to, to learn. Yeah. I learn mine listening and watching videos and stuff. You learn yours practically. You learn your Spanish all in person. You didn't sit there reading books. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't sit. I can't sit still. I'm having. I'm. I'm suffering right now. Suffering. Sitting on this couch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's how I learn Spanish. Just like speaking to taxi drivers, to yeah. girls, to whatever. And yeah, learning languages is is tops. It's a must do. It's like one of the greatest skills in life is to be able to communicate with other people from different countries in their language. Um, so yeah, highly recommend that. We went shopping yesterday for trainers, for shoes, for sneakers, which made you a bit taller. How tall Kirk has? <laughs> Four foot six, five foot two. Four foot six. Four foot six. Just um, leave it at that. I've had people message me saying, how tall are you? Because I know Kurt's a bit shorter than you. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And it must be from the angles we've been in videos together. Because yeah, yeah. I'm a good five centimeters or more shorter than you. Yeah. I'm... Like that. To get it down to centimeters, I'm pretty sure. Cut. Don't tell them. Huh? No. Second page. No, it's up to you. Cut. No, cut. You gotta yeah. cut this out. Tom's I'm, taller uh, though, right? Huh? Tom's taller than you. Yeah, he's like yeah. one or two centimeters smaller than me. <laughs> my brother's smaller than me. He's two centimeters smaller than. Me. No, I'm joking. My brother's like a centimeter, two centimeters taller than me. Yeah. He's got a big head. That's all. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm 185 centimeters tall. So it's like, uh, I'd say like 5'11 in, in feet, something like that. You're not, I don't no, think you're six foot. No, it's, I think it's six foot one. Is it? Yeah. I can't say you're six Type foot. Type it in. Google it right now, Therefore, motherfucker. If you're six foot Trying one, to make yeah. me short here, bitch ass. Seven foot five. So what would you say, 185? 185 centimeters in foot. Six foot, over six foot, yeah, nearly six foot yeah. one. All right. Um, Officially yeah. on my ID, I'm 185 centimeters tall. Dave measured it. I didn't measure it. That's how, that's how tall I am. Officially on my ID, and that was when I was like 18. So 185 centimeters tall. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's the answer they've been waiting for. How tall are you and what camera do you use? So, what well, camera do I use? That's a fucking mystery. No one's gonna find that out. They can in, go fuck yourself. It's in loads of your videos. They can just watch you. When no, you... they can just go fuck themselves. Yeah, no exactly. <laughs> camera. They want to see this camera. I tell you, they need to see this. What? Come in. Come show us in this camera here. Show us on this beast of All a right. camera. All right. Okay, guys. Sit while yeah. we edit. We might as well just show the chick. Look at this. Hold on. I'm not gonna. I'm just saying. Just this saying. This is what he walks around the... vlogging with this. Let's just step this up. This is Show us how new gear this for the second channel. Whatever it is, this is new gear for the second channel. Everybody, yeah, that's it. It's a beast. Oof. Dropping big racks, big money. You've changed? I have. I have. Yeah. I have changed. Things have changed. I haven't changed. Things have changed. Think of situations changed. All right. But is this again, I just want to pop in. We're doing this not for, to walk around with a flashy camera, but we're doing it for the content. Yeah, this is good it's ass. so you can watch cool shit. Ah, uh, people want to know how old you are. 
Are we releasing that info or not? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's pull the beans. People are gonna find out. Can you? Can we have some Bruh. silence over here? <laughs> There's sunglasses everywhere. How old is Kurt Kaz? It's the question people are typing in for some reason. I see it in your comments. How old are you, bro? Yeah. What camera do you use? How tall people, are you? People are probably gonna be surprised. No, I think uh, so. I think you look closer I'm, to my age than people think. Yeah, but, I'm. I'm 24 years old. In April, people are gonna fight. Fi no, you, you were out. 24 years old in April. Yeah. Yeah. 24 years old right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. I'm turning 25 in April next year. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's the answer. It was a very short answer, but people. Especially like, so you met up with Ricardo, one of my mates. Yeah. And he messaged one of the first things, I can't believe how young he is. Did you say that? Yeah. Look 40, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. That's mad. Yeah, people yeah. don't, people don't expect me to be 24. The thing is, I was, I've, I've been raised with an older brother mm -hmm. and all my friends have always been the age of my brother. They've always been older than me. I've been, all my friends have always been older than me. I've never had the same age friends. So, yeah, that's probably why I'm this fucking smart and handsome and intelligent. But none of that shows why you look 35, though, so... It does. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to put that out there. See, I get these grey streaks put in by the barber. Yeah, I so, say, you know, make me look a bit older so I can look nearly Kurt's age. Yeah, it's not natural. Just... Um, I, was telling, I was telling my brother and Martin a story yesterday that... We went to Foot Locker and I got some shoes. And I remember when I had my first girlfriend, her name was Zoe. And I had my, if you're watching this Zoe, you probably remember this. <laughs> my first girlfriend, um, we w I went with her to a shoe shop called Deichmann. I don't know if it's, you get that in, uh, you get that in the UK? Yeah, yeah, we've got it, yeah, and it's in Poland as well, yeah. in Romania. So. De Deichmann or whatever, Deichmann, Deichmann. Um, and I remember back then, I bought two shoes for $30, for 30 euros. It was 17 euros for the one shoe and, I don't know, 13 or whatever, my math sucks, for the other shoe. And, uh, yeah, uh, the one shoe was like a knockoff van skater shoe and the other one was some high, high top thing. I was, I was young, I was like 16 or 15. And I was just thinking about that as soon as I walked into Foot Locker yesterday and I just bought whatever Nikes, I wanted, I didn't even care about the price. I was just like, these are nice. And I just bought them and I just thought about that. That was such a mad thought that I was breaking the bank, buying $17 shoes. I was like, I went with my first girlfriend to the shoe store and I bought these shoes. She helped me pick them out. And I took like an hour to find these shoes. I was trying on these shoes for like an hour to see, are these nice, are these good for $17 a shoe? And I was like, I was breaking the bank. I was sweating when I was buying those. And, and yeah, that, that thought just popped up in my head while I was buying these Nikes. I don't even know how much they cost right now. And I was like, damn, that's... that's uh, it's a big change, but it shows mad. that you did come from what you portrayed at the start of your channel. It yeah. wasn't a lie, you were poor. It was yeah. as simple as that. Money is not going to make you feel better. I was sitting a couple of months ago with a lot of money and I wasn't, I was feeling shit. You know, I was happy as fuck when I was broke and I had a purpose in life and that was making this channel big. And now that I have this goal, I feel like a million bucks again because I have this goal and... That yeah. was, I, that was, it was strange for me. I can't remember where it was, but we have, we're having this conversation. You were like, I'm stuck. I yeah. don't know what to do. And I was like, but, but you've got what you want, but you can take it to the next level. You yeah. aren't far away from the actual top. Yeah. If that's the goal, you're not far, that far away, which you have to put effort in. 
but also you've got this other direction now of there's loads of other entertaining stuff to do and we want to show people that and we can do it and you've got a team that can help you do that now and you yeah. can still make your main channel videos which is what people followed you for but yeah so that takes us on to we're talking about money people ask the question how you make money but they don't understand you've got 1.2 million subscribers on youtube that makes money it's a, it's makes a fairly money, yeah. simple solution um, you being don't a YouTuber makes money, yeah. Being, yeah. You get paid by people watching the videos and adverts come on. Um, I haven't had any sponsors on the main never. channel. Same. So if there's any sponsors that want to sponsor my second channel, please hit me up. Thank or you very hit much. Me up. Yeah, Send hit them me. up. Go Manage on the website, kurtkazarmy.com, click the sponsor, fill in the form. I will get back to you unless it's nonsense. Do and that. send me an actual price though. So we will. And if people are getting annoyed by that, we will be doing sponsored videos on the second channel. The first channel will remain raw just content. Just stay how it is, yeah. It's just going to stay how it is. And the second channel, we will be doing sponsors because that will make us have more money to do more cool shit. Yeah. People are like, oh, I just want the money, bro. Yeah, money makes this more content. Job. This is a job. Money makes more content. I'm here to entertain you guys. I'm like a jester in these modern times. Yeah. The general. And I'm the general go jester. Go do, go do monkey dance, go do your thing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, go do this, go do this, go fucking jump off this cliff, this will be fun. I'm sat there like that, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, go do this. Hey, get a llama. <laughs> get a llama. Which one do you guys want? I don't know. Which one is which? You choose. No, I just want this one. The whatever one. The, the standard one. Are these face masks? Yeah. It's like material that's liquid. Look. But it's face mask, you keep it on your yeah, face, you right? Alright, since you guys think I'm 40 years old, I'm going to show you what I do. Actually, I never do this. This is probably the first time or second time I've put on a face mask. I'm doing it for some reason. I, I just accept that I'm 34. You know what I mean? I've never done this before. I did this in Iceland the other day, in the, in the Blue Lagoon. Go follow me on Instagram and find out. <laughs> I'm always getting fucked up by the, by the sun. My skin looks destroyed. You're putting your face on mask on behind the camera. <laughs> Anyways, what are we gonna do here? Okay, we should talk about our beauty regime while we're traveling. Beauty regime, let's talk about the gym. I used to be 95 kilograms in pure muscle when I was training, when I was training um, MMA. I used to do MMA for like four is that, five years. Is that around the same time of that video Tom showed me? Were you were yeah, massive in there. Yeah, right. yeah. I used to train MMA for like five years, um, a couple of years back, before I started vlogging. Actually, just before I started vlogging, I stopped when I started traveling. Used to train MMA. Um, I got really good at kickboxing, jujitsu, wrestling, just the basics. Um, I was the guy that was sparring with the semi-pros that was, there's nothing like that mad. I just did it because I liked it because I was a young teenager that was frustrated and had nothing else to do. Um, so I was just doing that to keep my mind off things. That is something people sometimes bring up because you've done your wrestling, you did some sort of wrestling on the beach in Colombia. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I got, I got basic skills in that. I can, I can defend myself. I can fuck up the average man, most, most people. So if you try anything, um, so I've yeah. lost a lot of weight recently, so I can't, uh, just, <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> MMA was a big part of my life. I still like it. Um, I want to get back into that, and that's exactly why we're going to Thailand. Um, I want to get really good in Muay Thai. It's always been a dream of mine. Um, 
But yeah, so I was I was massive just a couple of years ago. And how do you stay stay fit while on the go while traveling to all these different countries? Well, you kind of lose it after a while because you know it sounds like an excuse, but it's just facts. Facts for real, for real, no cap. You arrive late in places, then you eat McDonald's, and then you sleep late. And then the gym's and you, over there. The gym's over there. Well, yeah, that could sound like an excuse, but you you you, you sleep late because you arrive late. You ate McDonald's because it's the only thing that's open. Then you sleep late, you wake up. Everything is an excuse, essentially, but they, they're pretty valid excuses. Mm-hmm. So you, you lose it after time. Um, I still try to keep it up. I still try to go to the gym when I have free time. But, you know, time is of the essence. And uh, I'm doing face masks right now. Mm-hmm. This is way more important than lifting up weights. There's a gym downstairs. Are you going to go? Yeah, probably no, will. I'm not going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. We're going to hit the gym. We're going to hit the fucking gym. You're going to see that on the 2.0 2. channel. There we go. That's Let's how the this thing works. So um, it's behind the scenes. There's a clip of this in that. Then there's the rest of the day. We've got all the business stuff to do after this. Yeah. Lots of stuff. And we're going to hit the gym up with, with the face mask? If, I mean, you can go. I'm not going to the gym. Sack that right off. <laughs> Sack that right off. What are you going to do instead? I'll sit right here and do nothing. <laughs> I'll, I'll say yeah, nothing. like this. <laughs> Happily, while you're sweating it off. Yeah. How do exactly. I look? Is this how a face mask works? Is it blue. Am yeah. I blue? Yeah. I need more whiskey. You're going to drink that and then go to the gym? Got the whole bottle, no? But yeah, on that, so mine's different. I, uh, I was tiny before lockdown in 2020 because I had gone on a mad diet and running and I was playing football. And then throughout the two years, I gained 25 kilos or so. And you were saying to me the whole time, you need to lose weight. And I was like, I will do it at some point. Yeah. I can't be bothered. I've got shit to do. And then when I finished in India, I, I went on a full month of losing weight and it worked. It was that easy. No, you can't, you can't be, you can't be flubbing around here. Mm-hmm. If you're part of the army, you have to be fit. That's, that's one thing. You have to be in shape. Bones are shape, but. I was like 62 kilograms and then I started MMA and I had a, the guy that I work for in France, um, I've said this a couple of times, he was an MMA guy, he got me into it. He was like a black belt, judo, brown belt, jujitsu. And he was like, you need to fucking eat more and train. And I was like, you're right. So I started eating like pizzas and hamburgers and training and working out. I just stuffed myself like eight eggs in the morning every day for like six months. And then I got fucking massive, 95 kilograms. A lot of these people are on steroids. A lot of these fucking YouTubers are on steroids. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, they're all on steroids. The whole game is on steroids. Everybody's on steroids. I'm gonna knock Jake Paul out, just watch. Just watch, fuck these guys. Are you fuck saying weight classes him or what? I don't know how big he is. I don't know, I'll get to his weight, whatever his weight is. We probably he can't be much weight. taller than you anyway. If he's, no, if he's, he's not taller. taller. Jake Paul's not taller than me. So you can get to his weight? Yeah, I'll get to his weight. Logan Paul's heavy. Yeah, they yeah, big, yeah. They're big fucking guys because they take TRT, that's why they're losing their hair. They take testosterone. I'll knock the fuck out of them. They don't know how to fight. All these guys don't know how to fight. I can't believe, okay, they train boxing for years, but they don't know how to fight. Man. I can say that Jake Paul, okay, he knows how to fight, but he ha- he's, not, he's not an amazing boxer. I've trained, I've, I've, how do you, how do you sound this without trying to hype yourself don't up? Don't just say it. Okay. I've, I've, uh, I've trained with actual boxers. I know what, what fighting's supposed to look like. I've trained MMA for five years. 
I know what fighting is supposed to look like. Jake Paul is a good fighter. He's a worthy opponent. Logan Paul is a legit wrestler. But um, I will knock Jake Paul out in a boxing match. I'll, I'll kill him in an MMA match. I will destroy him in a kickboxing match. Logan Paul, on the other hand, is a legit wrestler. I wouldn't like to get in a street fight with Logan Paul. But in a boxing fight, I'll knock Logan Paul off his feet and Jake Paul as well. They don't know how to, they don't know how to box in the, in, in the game of boxing. I've been, I've, been, I've been training boxing since a kid. My dad was a boxer in a police academy in East Germany. He's a, he was a brown belt judo master. He, he, he trained judo, he taught judo, he taught boxing in a police academy. He was a legit fighter in street fights. So I learned uh, fighting from my dad since a young age. I've been hitting the bag since I was like four years old. So I might be a little bit of out of shape now, but if I go to Thailand and after Thailand, I will come back and I will fuck up Jake Paul and I will fuck up Logan Paul and I'll fuck up anybody else that wants to get fucked up. Easy as. Let's go. Someone tweet Jake Paul, tell him Kurt Cash calling him out. You know, I actually, <laughs> I actually called KSI out um, and uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram took it down yeah. for violent posts. So they took that on against the community guidelines or whatever. So I can't call anybody out. But if anybody's watching and they want to fight me, I will knock you the f out. Let's go. No problem. Let's go. Let's go, champ. Let's go. Let's go, champ. <laughs> We're all sure what's happening off there. Yeah, you might be able to hear that. Um, yeah, people see stuff. People, people talk about stuff online. There's a lot written about you. Um, but in terms of fighting, the comments about you are generally positive. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know and I truly believe. I just need like, I haven't done anything because I've been focusing on creating content. But when it comes to fighting, if I go for training for two months, um, put me in a ring with anybody and I'll, I'll, well, not anybody, but put me in a ring with non-professional MMA fighters and I'll fuck them up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to go against an MMA fighter. He will fuck me up. I've, yeah. trained against M I've trained against professional fighters. I was sparring. I was the guinea pig for professional MMA fighters and they do fuck you up after a while. Mm -hmm. um, I was the guinea pig for semi-professional MMA fighters as, as well and there's levels to levels, you know? Um, so, but when it comes to Jake Paul level, Logan Paul level, they'll get smashed. But this is any a, YouTubers or content creators or influencers or people that put out content, they will get smashed. Anybody, anybody, KSI, anybody, I don't care who it is, they will get smashed because there's levels to levels. But that comment there is, is a humble comment because these guys you're talking about don't say this, that Jake Paul's like, I'll knock anyone out. No. You clearly know if you got put in with an MMA fighter, they would win. Yeah, yeah. That's just how yeah, it is. for sure. You can't, you can't you can't Did you see win. Paddy the Baddy went uh, against something like 20 Marine, uh, US Marines and choked them all out? Yeah. Um, they're a solid guy. They're very tough guys. He's an MMA fighter. Yeah. He knows a, what he's doing. Levels and levels. he wasn't even tired after it. You know what I mean? They, that's what their job is. They're good at it and they're yeah. solid. In a ring. In yeah. a ring. Exactly. And you can't use any dirty tactics because it's. Yeah, anybody, any, a small kid with 14 years old in the hood could just kill an MMA fighter. That doesn't count. It's, yeah. not, it's not the same thing. We're talking about fighting in a ring. People are like, oh, bro, I'll fuck you up outside the ring. No, no you probably won't. Um, a 14-year-old kid with a gun can fuck anybody up. Like fuck. in Brazil? So. Yeah. Yeah, that as well. I had like a 14-year-old, two 14-year-old drugged up, cracked up 
glued up kids point machine guns at me and the, um, the guy that took me around the hood. It's mad. Yeah, and another guy actually pulled out a gun to us. And I also saw a drunken dude walking around with a bazooka, a drunken old guy with <laughs> missing teeth and a shirt or was wobbling down the street with a, with a fucking bazooka like this big. I was like, what mad. the fuck? Yeah, Brazil is a next, next level place. If you guys want to see Armageddon type vibes, Brazil is that type of place. Not in Rio de Janeiro, Copacabana, but if you just go into the hood, you'll see shit that you can only, you can't even, you can't even imagine, you can't even fathom what you can see in the favelas in Brazil. You can't film it, you can't film it. No. But you can't even imagine what you can see in these places. There are mass graves, there are rooftops where they leave bodies to decay, where the vultures come and eat the bodies. That sounds fucked up on this vlog, but there's mad shit growing in Brazil and the favelas is the craziest place on earth, I swear to God. It's like some Afghanistan type vibes in Latin America. There are parties with thousands of dudes, thousands of guys with machine guns, just dancing with the machine guns, kids swinging machine guns around, girls twerking right next to the principal road with the police staying on the principal road doing roadblocks and checking pedestrians and shit. And just like one block into the favela are these mad bailes, they call it. So yeah, there is mad shit going on that you can't film, that I can't film, that I would love to film, but you can't fucking get, you yeah, can't get it on shots. camera because it's, you'll die. Why don't you show more? That's some a comment people would write. Why don't you show more? What, do you, what want me to you actually die or what? Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't film. You can't film. Even if you go with a spy camera, if they find that camera, yeah. you're getting chopped up and left on some type of, top of a building for the vultures to eat you. They don't, they wouldn't feel anything by killing you because of that. No. They would not care. They'd be like, he's gone. Boom. Yeah. We solved the problem. There is, there, is, there is people that control these hoods in favela, these barrios, these favelas, that control these favelas in Brazil that feel nothing. They just, okay, you're done. Okay, you took a photo here. You're done. Go. And they get people to just come and execute them and leave them, put their body in this body de decomposing place. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's common stuff. There's so many YouTubers that go with guides um, and and like <laughs> and escorts and and they just show them around the place and they stay at these hotels with security and all of that stuff. You and guys you don't understand. You did it in Pakistan. You had a, a Pakistani guy in the in the train with you and the talk talk and yeah. Oh yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so many of these YouTubers go to these dangerous places and do these dangerous things, but they've they've gone with a guide. They've gone with a package. They've organized this tourist package where they're protected, where they stay at these protected hotels and shit mm -hmm. like that. They don't have to keep an ear open if they get a fucking bang on the door, it's the fucking cartel looking for them because they filmed in the wrong drug trading street, you know? That was the thing when you were in Venezuela. So I was, I was somewhere in Europe and you were like, right, I'm, I've just landed in Venezuela, I've sent you my location. I'm at this hotel. You genuinely thought when you went out, you'd come back and all your stuff would be gone. You checked, yeah. it's in the video. Yeah. Yeah, the, poli the undercover police, you, you guys can see that all in the video. Yeah. Like you, when you're gonna do something super dangerous, you let me know where you're going. Yeah, I sent, I sent him like a, like a- Location thing. I said, all right, I'm going into this place. That's what happened in Pakistan. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> it was, uh, was the maddest thing. So, uh, I'll tell a bit. So you, so it was the last day, full day. Yeah. I had an idea and it ended up being a shit video um, of me walking around a nice bit and you were going to Orangi Town. 
the Pakistan's biggest slum. Actually, the world's it's considered the world's yeah. biggest hood, world's yeah. biggest slum barrio, whatever you want to call it. You said to me because you didn't have data and I did. Yeah, I will be back. At, let's just say three o'clock. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Yeah. Um, if I'm not back by five, you need to do something because I'm, I'm, there's an issue. So five o'clock comes around. I'm lying on the bed going, not bad. Yeah, I know, Kurt, I'll give him until six. <laughs> Nothing. And I'm texting my mate who's in the army. What do I do? Because there are army guys everywhere here. Everywhere in Pakistan, but yeah. But this is massive. I'm never going to find him. But if it's seven o'clock comes, I've got to. I've got to go and get the army involved. And I know I could have. And I was stood at the door. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, shit, it's, it actually happened. I'm gonna have to get, I'm gonna have to do the A team. I'm gonna, <laughs> shall I take my camera and go and make an A <laughs> saving Kirk Kaz from Pakistan hood? And I was like, no, this is serious. And I got to the door and I was like, I'm like, I need to wait 10 more minutes. It's Bing, and I arrived in the door. Boom! Man. What a day! <laughs> like, what a day! I was like, fuck it, honestly. High man. on Talia, chewing Talia. I was like, oh, oh man, that was a crazy day. Oh, I was like, uh, I was just about to get the army to take me to Orange Town. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But you like that's a thing. How do people know you're safe? It's still super dangerous because I don't know where you are. But you've given me like a. An, a destination and where yeah. your hotel is and, and an idea time. of what I'm doing yeah it never you always surpass the time always day sometimes a day goes past and you still haven't got any data in Ecuador I had a fucking clue where you were then and you said I'm going somewhere I've left me bags with Ricardo or whatever and then you're off and then you send me a picture of your arm covered in blood and then you go <laughs> offline again for a full day <laughs> yeah I actually did that recently yeah with Bolivia well, I'm, yeah. I'm always in contact with you. Yeah, but just the like problem I was, in Bolivia, you said, right, I'm going on the world's most dangerous road, and um, here's my location. I went, Kurt, I'm in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Ukraine. What am I meant to do? I'm yeah, I was like, boss, we both, we both body kill ourselves. There's yeah. air raid sirens happening right now, and you're telling me you're going off road and <laughs> with a llama. Uh, so we couldn't, we had no, uh, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do from, from Europe, fly to Bolivia and find you. But I mean, at least I can tell the police what's what the job position entails there. Exactly. Eh? That wasn't work If I get missing, you're supposed to come and get me. Time for you to go to the gym. Time for me to hit the gym. Time to carry on with the second vlog. Time for you to click subscribe and um, leave messages of what you want from, like, is there something that we've discussed that we didn't go into detail on? Like, did we, we might have just skipped over something like the McKendy thing. For but, sure. Um, you can ask them, we can tell, we can do another one in a few weeks, few months, whatever. And anything else that, like, it, maybe it's, I've missed something specific that they needed to know. They now know how tall you are. They now know my how, age. Your age, how heavy you are, where you're from. Uh, when you had a knife pulled on you, where we met, all this stuff. Uh, this podcast is available on YouTube where you should watch it. But if you're listening, you're probably listening on Spotify or Apple. Apple Podcasts, it's available everywhere it should be. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks Subscribe for to the KurtKazArmy.com. You have to. Become a soldier, a corporal. Whichever one you want. And uh, you'll see us around. You'll be sick of us soon. Yeah, we're going to see our faces on every corner of the internet. Let's go. Done.